some good friends, friends of mine. Talk to them all the time. Some good friends on my show. Who are they? Soon you'll know. Hello and welcome to Some Good Friends, a podcast. I've been snacking today. And I don't know, I'm curious what everyone else thinks is the best snack. And maybe we'll talk about it at the end of the episode. For me, if you don't say crackers and cheese or chips and uh, chips and salsa, then you can get out of my house and, and never come back. Because those are the best snacks. And I uh, I will die on that hill. And I, with my last dying breath, I will put a tortilla chip sideways into my mouth and chomp down on it. Take myself out of my own, own mystery. <laughs> this got really dark really fast. Let's lighten the mood. We're going to talk to some of my friends today, three of them as per always and forever, starting with a good friend of mine. Uh, we've toured around together. He's taken me places I'd never thought I would see. Amazing, incredible, kind of dirty, kind of broken down places. Please welcome to the show uh, Urban Explorer, Randy Bransom. Welcome, Randy. Hello. How are, how are you today, Randy? What's going on? I'm uh, doing very good. I'm doing very good. Now tell me, are, are you coming uh, from your home or are you out on an adventure somewhere? Oh no, I'm out on the limb. I'm out on the limb. You're out on the limb or on yeah. the lamb? Both. But who are you running from? Um, you know how it is. Um, when you've been exploring, you always run a little bit away from the police. Oh my goodness. So, so where are you coming from today? Uh, I'm in the little house on top of the... the you know the big silos near the, the, what do you call it, the courtyard where you go drink and stuff. Yeah, near Saint Ambroise. Uh, that's it. That's so you're you're in the you're you're in the silos that are occupied now by Alley Up, the rock climbing place. That's it. I'm in the little house specifically. The little house on top that was once tagged by legendary Montreal graffiti artist Sake, R.I.P. Maybe I don't know. So uh, tell me, what's the what's the view like up there? It's very nice. It's very nice. It's very quiet, you know? Mm. So for those who don't know, obviously I've been out a couple times with you urban exploring. Yes. Uh, but why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about what it is that you do and, and how it works? Well, first I interview. I talk to the people and okay. I uh, ask them, you know, I get an idea. Do they want something very metal, something very tree, something mm. very, um, you know, there's many different options, you know, water. Do they want to be near the water, you know? So metal, water, tree. Yeah. Those are, those are the options. Yes. Yes. Oh. The, the, the main three elements are urban explore. So, and... I mean, I've, uh, we've done metal together. Uh -huh. we've, done, uh, we've done tree together. Mm -hmm. But what is water? What is, that, what is that like? If I want a water adventure, what are we looking at? Um, it's a little bit metal too, you know, it's usually the bridge is we go okay. under the bridge. Right. Yes. You know, we hang literally this case, you know, we hang underneath the Jacques Cartier bridge. Oh my goodness. I have a, a crippling fear of heights, so I don't know if that would, I'm glad I never chose water of the three yes. options. Yes. That's so what is, what do people get out of these tours? What do they, what do they come away saying about the experience? Usually it's about the trail, you know, it's mm. about um, exploring, especially now people want to find the new them. You know, they've been through something harrowing. They mm. want to do something specifically harrowing that they can control tonight, usually. Right. And so I, I remember when we uh, when we did our adventure on the on the metal adventure specifically, mm -hmm. we went uh, we uh, what did we the old Molson factory. Yeah. Oh, yes. It was. It's hard to remember because you you blindfolded me on the way there. Yes. Uh, and and what was the reason for that? I I can't remember. Uh, you can't tell the cops where you come from and where I live if you blindfolded yeah. before. Well, that was interesting too. Is that before we went to the Molson factory, you took me to your house. Yes. And you served me some tea and some yes. crackers, and then and then drove me to the Molson factory and un took the blindfold off. Yes, yes. It's very important. To I know you like snack, Stefan, yeah. but yeah. Um, it's very important. I need to make sure that you're like doubly, um, doubly fed, you know, that your muscles are ready to fire and ready to hold on. Yeah, because I remember, I mean, you talk about hanging off the bridge, but I, me I remember when we went to the Molson factory, you kind of went out of your way to put me in dangerous situations. Yes. 
I hung you over the old vat. Yeah, it's. I mean, so and then when we did tree, yeah. I remember when we did tree. Yeah. Uh, you took me out into a forest somewhere, yes. somewhere far away. I, I was blindfolded the whole time. Yes. The Morgan Arboretum, actually. I should tell exactly you. that. And when you whipped the blindfold off my face, I realized that I was hanging from a tree. Yes. By my hands. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If it doesn't start off extreme and crazy, then what's the point? That's my motto for my company. If it doesn't start off extreme and crazy, then what's the point? Exactly. That's, that's, exactly. That is what it says at the, at the top of your website. And that's actually all that's on your website. Yes, nothing else. I don't know how to program. You just you just type some text into your computer and yes. and there you go. Yes. People website. ask me sometimes, hey, Randy, no contact info on your website? I say, no. I don't want the police to find me. Right. I guess it does kind of go against the, the criminal element of it to have a website yes, at all. Yes. So it makes sense that there's no... Uh... I only use burner phone too. Burner phone, burner email, burner everything. It's, I mean, it was really hard to book you on this podcast because yes. I, I kept just trying all these different numbers. I had to randomly try numbers until I, until I got you. Yes. We're talking, of course, we're in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, are your services still in demand? Yes. You must put on the mask. Mm-hmm. But you know, like big mask, like Kagul. What is what is that? Um, like you know, like in 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 English, baklava. No, bataklava. <laughs> so I have to put a uh, a dessert over my eyes. <laughs> yes, yes. I guess it would stay because it's such a sticky, a sticky <laughs> affair. So so. You make people wear a balaclava. Traditionally, yes. those have a hole cut out for the mouth. Oh, not these ones. Not, not these, these ones. ones. No. More, more of the bank robbing style, I guess. The... Exactly. Exactly. And and does that help when you're dealing with the police, having a group of people all wearing, I would imagine, black balaclavas, kind yes. of sneaking around? Uh, yes and no, as you're insinua- insinuating. Obviously, we get more call on the police. Mm. Um but, you know, if you want a forfait that um, is less danger, there is a little, there's a, we wear a different kind of mask, only mouth mask this time. Okay. okay yes. Good, good, good. good. That, I mean, it's safe. No yes. anti-maskers here, I hope. No. We'll see. And with my everybody mask. has to wear glove, you know, for the metal, for the tetanus, for the... Right. Yes. Yeah. And, well, actually, I mean, after we did metal and I w- and you hung me over that vat. Yes. Uh, I w- I was wearing kind of uh, like little knit gloves from the dollar store. Uh huh. And I and I did get tetanus. I you should have told me. I always keep tetanus shot on me. Wait, but I showed you my bleeding hands when we were leaving the the Molson factory, and you just oh, said, yeah. "Yeah, it'll you'll be fine." Yes, I remember. I remember. I had given myself tetanus shot that day. You were fine. Yes, I always give myself tetanus shot. But I bring for me, you know? So every time you go out on an adventure, you yes. give yourself a tetanus shot? Yes, every so, time. And, and let's ballpark how many adventures a week are you guiding around the city? 26. Now, so my understanding of how vaccines work, and uh, I'm sure the internet could correct me in a multiple amount of ways on this, is that they inject a small amount of the disease into you so that your body... So do you functionally have tetanus? Man, this is bad news for me. I'm just learning this. Uh, do, you, do you ever find that you wake up and your, your jaw doesn't move? Yes, all the time. All the time. I, I'm sorry to tell you this, Randy, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you have tetanus. Is that what that metal taste in my mouth is, too? I, I'm, not, I'm not. The only symptom I know of tetanus is lockjaw, but I'm pretty sure a taste of metal in your mouth can't be good. Although on the yeah. on the upside, if you're tasting metal, you probably don't have COVID. That's true. That's true. Still have the the sense of taste. But I mean, this is something that's always struck me about you about you mm-hmm. as a person is that even though you know it's it's not easy what you do and and you have a raging case of tetanus, mm-hmm. you keep you keep going. Mm-hmm. What 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 draws you back to these decrepit old musty metal tree and water, but mostly metal environments? Truth be told is the only place I feel at home, you know? I grew up, I always work in warehouse. I always work in uh, cold places. My father, he would bring me to work when I was young, every day, and I would sit in a closet while I wait for him. 
he would he would put you in a closet yes and, and i have it like for how he was doing i assume eight hours shifts yes. he would throw a sandwich you know in the closet just at the beginning of the day or or beginning and and hand you know Right before, I mean, did he take you home at the end of the day, or did he just throw the sandwich in and leave? Sometimes, sometimes I, he take me home. Sometimes I stay. You know. Oh my god. Sometimes I do his overtime for him. That's why I know Mosin Vat so well. I know how to run. That's why I was running the fan, all the crazy noise underneath you while you were hanging. Yeah, well, I could look down and I could see the the metal fan spinning in the bottom of the vat. Like if I fell off, I would have been it would have been a grisly death. Yes, yes, you would have been beer. <laughs> I would have been beer. Oh, I mean, I can't say it's not one of my dreams to have my own flavor of beer. So maybe that's the way to get it done. Almost, almost. Uh, have you ever had a client who uh, who met a, an end on one? Only of your one time, Stefan. Uh, what happened? They were. Actually, in the safer one, in the wood, the Morgan Arboretum. Yeah. And they saw the raccoon. And the raccoon was not happy to see people that night. You know? Right. Yeah. And, yeah, he bit him. Boom. Rabies. I do not keep rabies vaccine. Only tetanus. Uh, What? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Which, now that I think, make no sense. You must get rabies vaccine much quicker maybe i should you know you have a, a hookup you have a hookup i i don't i don't have a lot of vaccines lying around my house mm. but uh, i'm sure i mean are you injecting yourself for rabies before you go out no oh okay well that's that's good i guess keep it to one yes. uh, disease oh. transferred through dirt only one yes only one Vaccine, or else you know I have too many puncture holes. Yeah, I mean you are littered with puncture holes. Yes. They call, I mean, when we go out to the bar, sometimes I do call you the human pincushion. Yes. You got you got little tiny holes everywhere. Ah. Yes. Well, Randy, as always. Well, what's tell me before we uh, we move on to my next friend. Are you thinking of adding a fourth category? Yes. You know my next one. I don't. Fire. F- oh, fire. What kind of fire. what kind of experience are you uh, designing around fire? Um, you know, recently the foundry near Chateauguay, mm-hmm. I think, is closing. Okay. I think that's the one. I think similar, lots of vat, <laughs> lots of metal still, but you know, but there's fire too. You know. Is this somewhere that uh, your father worked and you lived in a closet, and that's how you know how to operate the the foundry? Actually, this one it was my uncle. Okay. So when your yeah. father couldn't put you in the closet, your your uncle had to had to shove you in there. He would come. My my uncle would come pick me up. Yeah. And bring me to the foundry. Were you blindfolded? Always. Oh, you don't want to know where the foundry. You know, I feel like this urban exploring thing it runs deep in the in the the Bransom blood. Yes. Uh, yes. Randy, always Very great to talk to you. When I figure out your number again, you know what? Let's do the fire adventure. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. I wanna. I don't. I don't feel like a hundred percent alive right now. So I feel like that'll uh, put me into the next gear. Let's do it for Great sure. Great to talk to you. Please stick around. Uh, maybe some of our other guests are looking for adventure, and maybe, maybe, or maybe they uh, they stepped on a nail or fell off their bike and need a tetanus vaccine. <laughs> Hey, I always have one on me. It's in me, but it's on me too. Yeah, well, as someone who got a tetanus vaccine a couple months ago after falling off their bike, it's a good one. Really, uh, it hurts the old arm for a couple days. Yes. That's why you always, I guess you're always in chronic pain. Yes, always. Such a sad and, and uh, melancholic figure you are. Maybe. I don't yes, know. Sir. I don't know if that's the vibe. Uh, Randy, great to talk to you. We're going to talk to another one of my friends. Uh, He's, uh, I hope, I hope we can stay civil today. I'm not sure. We'll find out. Please welcome to the show, my good friend, Dylan LaRouche. Dylan, welcome. Stefan, hey, it's, uh, Dylan LaRouche, actually, but that's no big deal. No big deal. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't, uh, we're supposed to correct people on pronouncing our names now, so I'm glad you did. Well, I have no problem telling, telling you what's on my mind, Stefan. That's, that's great. So for the listeners, why don't you uh, give them a little window into what, uh, what your profession is? I'd be happy to. So uh, I'm what they call in the industry a confrontation surrogate. Now, what that means is for people who are afraid to confront other people, they give me a call, I do it for them. It's as simple as that. 
so before we get to the de- the nitty gritty of that, when you say the industry, what industry are you referring to? People the, within the industry. The industry of hiring out emotional tasks. Oh, okay. So who else would appear in that industry? Who are your kind uh, of uh, union buddies? I would guess uh, the matchmaker. Okay. The millionaire matchmaker. Specifically the millionaire matchmaker. <laughs> Just her. Just, Just her. Okay. Uh, um, and then there's a guy that uh, that actually tells parents that their kids love them. They facilitate... Oh, wow just those special sort of moments between parents and kids that like ah. some families just can't do naturally. It's a beautiful thing. But he, he only goes from kids to parents and not from parents to kids. Absolutely. Oh, wow. That so sucks to be a parent who wants to tell their child that they love them. Well, they're the adult. They should figure it out. I guess. So to recap, your your industry is you, uh, Dylan <laughs> LaRoche, mm-hmm. uh, oh, the millionaire matchmaker, and a guy who tells... Uh, parents that their children love that's correct great i love it what a you know what industry is only as good as the people that are in it and i feel like those are good people to have at uh at your sides couldn't agree more so you go and you uh you confront people what does that look like well i mean it depends on the situation well what's what's i guess what's the most common situation you run into (sighs) the most common I got to tell you, I see a lot of breakups, a lot of breakups okay. in my industry. People tend to not enjoy doing that for themselves. Mm. A lot of, you'd be surprised how many family secrets people mm. hire me to reveal, like dramatic. I have to tell my kids that I'm their surrogate father. Oh, okay. And, but not that you love them. That would be someone else. No, I don't step on any toes, Stefan. No, uh, well, that, that's a void to be filled. So it could be a new uh, industry. You, you have to tell, what is a surrogate father exactly? <laughs> I was hoping you would ask. Thank you. A surrogate father is just anyone who takes on that role of the father. <laughs> and sometimes you don't know that they've taken on that role. So they need someone like me to... To let everyone know, I am your surrogate father now. I've been watching over you for years, and you had no idea. It's funny, because this is actually uh, how we met. Because <laughs> as listeners of the show will know, I have a an old landlord named Mara, uh, whose husband, I believe, was also named Randy. And they, I mean, go back, listen to the episode, but they kind of uh, saw themselves as like parental figures to me. And one day, who should be knocking at the door, but... Uh, Dylan, you telling me that Randy sees me as a as a son. Yep, that's right. Randy hired me um, after you had moved out from uh, the place that you were renting from Mara. Yeah, he told me he'd been thinking about you for a couple mm. couple years now, and uh, that he'd been checking up on you on Facebook, poking you on Facebook. A mm. uh, lot of pokes. He kept. I was like, nobody does that anymore, Randy. And uh, he just kept on doing it. Yeah, talked about how he. Wanted to buy a car with you, but couldn't get in touch. So uh, I came to your apartment. Yeah, and I said, you... Stefan, you've got a dad out there. A dad who loves. And then I stopped myself because it's not my role. It's not your role. Good thing you stopped yourself. <laughs> but Randy wants to talk. That's it. It was difficult. He, could, he has me as a friend on Facebook. He could send me a message instead of, of poking me. That's not how it works, Stefan. I guess I guess as the confrontation uh, specialist, you are not allowed to repeat what I say back to the client. Well, the thing is, he hired me because clearly he doesn't know how to have this conversation himself. Mm. For him, a poke is how he says, Stefan, I want to walk you down the aisle at your wedding. Of course. And, and I can only be so fortunate to hope that that's, that's what's going to happen. Uh, so, I don't plan to be standing up there waiting for anyone. I am walking down that aisle, too. That's your brave man, Stefan. You clearly won't need my services anytime soon. I am not a... Fr- well, actually, I have hired you in the past to uh, tell my coworkers to stop eating my yogurt. You have a lot of bullies. I have, have <laughs> noted that. You do use me very well to confront your bullies. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know how to... I don't know how to stand up to them. And that's good for business. Yeah, I but I, that. I do appreciate that you you do it in front of me because mm. I know a lot of the clients you kind of are like I'll take care of it and you go and you do it. But I like to see them kind of uh, brought to task while I can watch. 
for bullies, it's a very specific situation. It's all about dominance. Mm. So what I like to do is I like to stand in front of my client, have them sort of poking over my shoulder with their head mm. so that they can make eye contact with the bullies while I say all the mean, nasty, intimidating things that I need to say to them to really bring them down to size. Well, I'd love to. I mean, I've, I've seen it before, but I... I... I, I kind of, every time I see it, I'm awed by your ability to take these bullies down a couple mm. pegs. So I'd love to to give the audience a little sample of, of what it sounds like. I could, I could right. pretend to be a bully and you can kind of, uh, maybe Randy can pretend. All right, to shut up, you little pretend. milky turd. Oh my God. Oh. You're going to listen to me. You're going to yeah. listen good with those massive Dumbo ears you have. You probably fly around the castle with those Dumbo ears. Whatever. Now you... Listen to me, Stefan here, this small baby behind me, this small little child that you've been picking on. Yeah, what a loser. Yeah, he is. You know who picks on losers? Milky me. turd. Mil- yeah. Are you a milky turd? No, no. I'm not Say a milky you're a milky turd. turd. No, Say no, it. I'm, what? No, no. Why? Say it. Wait. I'm a milky turd. I'm a thin milky turd who falls into the toilet and is all milky and I turn the water white because I'm so milky. Oh, why do you do this? And then I would run out of the room. See? Wow. Oh my yeah. God. That was really? to be on the other side of that. The it's key, intense. The key, the secret, Stefan, is just to pick one uh, very specific insult and just stick to it. Just repeat that insult again and again until it really gets in there. Though. I'm thinking of taking a more physical tact next time. Oh, okay. Getting getting a little rough. Well, I was listening to what Randy said, and hanging someone over a vat oh. sounds pretty uh, badass. I mean, Randy, have you ever had a client who seemed like they might yes. be a bully that uh, has changed their ways? Oh, yes. All the time. You know, almost every time. <laughs> Do you exclusively take bullies uh-huh. out on these these urban crawls? Yes, it, see, it seems like, you know, every time there is one guy who is way too into it and he push everyone else. And by the end, just like uh, Dylan, he the one crying on the ground. Because he fell off whatever he was hanging. Yes. From? Bullies oh have my. notoriously bad balance. Yes. And very soft hands. Very soft hands. That's that's true. All of my bullies, while they've been eating my yogurt, have I've been looking at their hands and they're they're soft as a baby's bottom. So I think one thing uh, that I that I've always noticed, and I think probably the listeners noticed too, Dylan, is that when we were doing that little role play, um, you were you were defending me as your client behind you, but also you did insinuate that I was a loser. <laughs> so I was not even spared. No, but I, I mean, you're already being bullied by these people. What's one more rock on the pile? Uh, and I did, I did like that technique when you were defending me in front of the bullies because it, it brought me up, but not too far up. Well, I told you it was about dominance, Stefan. Yeah. And in order to dominate the bully, I need to step on you. You see what I mean? I need to mm. get above the bullies by okay. stepping on you, and then I use you as sort of a stepping stone to jump onto the bullies, metaphorically. Right. And then I'm standing above them all. And that's very similar to actually what Randy does, where he he makes the other members of the tour group form a human pyramid yes. and stands atop them to lift the bully up onto the ledge or the tree or the above the vat. I was going to say, Dylan, our industry not so different, you and me. No, very both very physical, mm-hmm. emotional. Oh, I was gonna say actually, mm-hmm. speaking of emotional, uh, Randy, if you ever want to confront your dad about that trauma. Oh shit. I'd be more than happy to take a look at your case. You would do that for me. I mean, you'd pay me, but yes. I mean, I don't, I don't want to uh, abuse the the privilege of having you on the show, Dylan. But I think this is a a great time, maybe, to see a little bit of the magic you work, and maybe Randy could play his own father. Randy, are you are you comfortable with that? I think so. I think I can. Oh, whenever you're ready, please begin. <clears throat> What's your dad's name? Jacob. Listen up, Jacob. Yeah. Your son, Randy. Yes, the youngest. You know him. Yes, the youngest. Yeah. One. That little piece of shit told me that you used to lock him in a closet for eight hours a day. Is that true? Yes, you got the. I don't can't afford the daycare. 
Well, fuck. Uh-oh. Your son? You know what he does now? What the- He shoots up with, with tetanus. <gasps> Vaccine. That's what you did to your son, no. sir. No. Your little piece of poop son is useless. He's a junkie now. Oh, no. Because of you. How does that feel? Not good. Not good at all. Hey. Hey, Jakob. What? He loves you. <gasps> Fuck, you can't air this. You can't air this. Oh, no. You've, you've stepped on the professional toes of another member of your of your industry. I'm sorry. I just got so into the moment. I just... I... I felt it. It's I'm I'll do my best to edit it out, but my my editing skills are terrible. So uh, I'll put a disclaimer. We'll put a disclaimer on the beginning of the episode that this was all uh, a role play and not a professional situation. Uh, thanks, Randy. Ha- how did that feel? Uh, very intense. You know, I I if I feel like I moved past my trauma, oh. and I learned something. You know, I did not know I was hooked on the tetanus. Mm. We've all seen it for a while, and it and it really took a confrontation specialist to uh, yes. to point it out. Yes, I must, I must take a vaccine to stop the vaccine of the tetanus. No, no, Randy, uh, no, 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 Randy, that's, no. That's not how that works. I mean, just stop doing it. Okay. You already have full on tetanus. <laughs> If anything, stopping the vaccines will make your tetanus go away, and maybe your jaw won't be so locked up. Okay. If only it was that easy with all of them. Yeah, well, what's your, what's been your most difficult client, Dylan? Ooh, I claim to love the drama, but sometimes it gets to be too much. Mm. There was a, a wedding I was hired to go to. Okay. Hired to interrupt, actually. Mm-hmm. So when they said, does anyone object to this union the classic the classic yeah you know it i know it we all know it what do you think what do you think happened i would assume someone hired you to object damn right and how did it go very badly (laughs) what what happened i don't want to talk about it i mean it must be it must be strange having someone object and only to find out that that person is not romantically involved at all with your partner actually stefan You'd be wrong there because it was my wedding. Oh, it was your own wedding. That's what made it so hard. You were hired to object to your own wedding. Yep. So the the person that hired you to object was in love with your your betrothed? 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 What is that word? What's that fucking word? <laughs> betrothed. Is that how you say it? Just keep Dylan. going. Just keep going. Betrothed. You'll get it. Betrothed? Betrothed? Beetroot. Beetroot. <laughs> This the person that you were beetrooted to. They someone hired you to object to them beetrooting you. You won't believe this, Stefan, but it was my beloved that hired me. Oh my god! What? Why? It's a a twisted world we live in. Oh my! But you did it anyway. Of course I did it. Yeah, a professional till the end. Good money doesn't grow on trees. (laughs) And had a wedding to pay for. Yeah, well, did the wedding still happen? We hung out. Oh, it just became a hangout. It just just became like a really big hangout. That was kind of awkward. Oh, wow. Well, I'm sorry that that happened to you. That's Thanks, Stefan. Was the cake good? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's okay. The cake was goddamn delicious. (sighs) Stefan, before, before you kick me off the show... Well, you'll still be on the show, but I'll be done talking to you. <laughs> I just, I feel like you're going to kick me off, maybe. Uh, so I get a little insecure when I talk about that story. Oh, it's okay. Um, you talked about a favorite snack earlier. Yeah. My favorite snack? Mm-hmm. Dill pickles. You know why? Why? Because when my, my slogan is, uh, in a pickle, called Dill. That's me. That is what it says on your website with no other information. Yeah, and then it says, it's time to stop being polite and start getting real. Yeah, and then no contact information underneath. Because <laughs> the cops might be looking for you, too. You've objected to some morally ambiguous things. I've objected in court more times than I can count. 
And they always try to get me to leave. Well, you're not an attorney or a judge or a prosecutor, so it makes sense. I have strong opinions. Though that is true. You are someone who's known for their opinions. Uh, Dylan, I'm not going to kick you off. If I was going to kick you off, I'd hire you to kick yourself off. Uh, But if I do have to kick anyone else off, uh, I will give you the signal. And you can you can do the honors. All right, um, just say beetroot. I will say I will say beetroot, and uh, and it will happen. Dylan, great to talk to you as always. I'm sorry that we got deep into your pain and that you stepped on professional toes. That's okay, man. It happens. But I I think the future is looking up for you. I think this is a business that, uh, especially with social distancing, will only become more and more popular. Oh my God, so creative with the Zoom these days, TikToks. All sorts of ways to confront people. It's an exciting time. In TikToks. Wow. Uh, great. Awesome. Uh, we're going to move along to my next friend. Dylan, you're still on the show. Randy, you're still on the show. No one is okay, cool. yet, just so you know. Uh, we're going to talk to the uh, the third and final friend of the episode today. Uh, please welcome to the show my good friend, Dahlia Polkadot. Dahlia, welcome. Hey, I'm so glad that you caught me on one of uh, Randy's old burner phones. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, how did you how did you come into possession of one of Randy's phones? Oh, you know, it was at a as a at a flea market. Mm. I was really surprised because I mean, my website is fully fully stocked, you know, with all of the contact information. Yeah, you're one of my few friends who has a a fully developed uh fully functional website with contact information. Yeah, can do I get extra credit for that? I mean, well, this isn't really a show where I give out like credit, so uh, oh, okay. no, I guess. But uh, I mean, you get like ratings on this. I I mean, uh, yeah, people can rate the podcast if they wish, and they should, and they should give it five stars, please. Oh yeah, I love stars, like gold stars especially. Right. Okay. I mean, I guess they are gold on Apple Music, so that's kind of on brand for you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I actually got a little package from you in the mail this morning. Uh, with a little note, it was very kind, and I and, and I opened it up to find uh, an apple. In oh, there. did you enjoy it? It's apple season. It is, and it was a good one. It was uh, clearly uh, from the orchard, I think. Yeah, um, it's for your desk. Uh, just put it on there uh, to remind me that I'm here uh, for any extra credit you might be giving out. Okay, and once again, I'm not actually giving out any credit. There's no credit on this podcast. Uh, I will credit your name in the episode notes, but okay. uh, that's, uh, there's no marks or anything. I don't have a rubric. Uh, okay, um, well, if, if, if we're not here for marks or credit, what are we here for? Well, I just, uh, just have a conversation. And so, Dahlia, I, I, know, uh, I know you're a big fan of school. Uh, but it must be yeah. tough now. I actually I don't know what schools are doing. That are they canceled? Are they not canceled? What's what's going on? Oh, they're getting really creative on Zoom. Okay. Yeah. So you're yeah. in Zoom school. Um. Yeah, I'm actually taking. Uh, th- I'm going to school at three different places actually. So uh, one of them is using Zoom. Uh, one's using Teams, okay. and the other one is on uh, on Google Hangouts. It, it, but you are only, as far as I know, you're registered only to one school. I have different names. So you've you've kind of created fake identities in order to attend more school. M- more more schools, huh? Now, Dahlia, what do what do you say to kind of the rumors or the? And I don't want to come across as a bully here because I don't want to uh, be on the receiving end again of Dylan's wrath. Watch it. I, I am, Watch I am it, treading. I have, oh, um, uh, at the risk, uh, I'm doing this on eggshells, Dahlia. I'm, I'm walking on eggshells, and I say this with the utmost of respect and, and positivity. What do you say to kind of the rumors that you're known as a little bit of a teacher's pet? Oh, I embrace that, you know? Oh, good. Yeah. Um, if I could raise my hand right now, I would. Um, Is something stopping you, you from raising your hand? I mean, I... I guess I could, but no one would see oh, okay. uh, the effort I'm putting in. Um, I mean, maybe Dylan, would you like to hire me? I'm great at objecting. You know, it's just really a raise of the hand. Uh, I'm a bit of a lone wolf. I don't really uh, work well with others, if you know what I mean. But uh, oh, I, I do, know. I do offer a class over TikTok if you 
if you want to take oh, it. Oh, I haven't tried that before. All right, Dahlia, are you on TikTok? Um, no. No, it would be too distracting for my studies. It does seem like something that like cool kids would do. Thank you. Right, Dylan, of course, you are on, on TikTok. As a, as a fully grown adult, I don't lump you into the cool kids category. But uh, I guess you could take it as the compliment that you thought it was. Stefan, are you on TikTok? No, I would not consider myself a cool kid either. Okay. I am also a fully grown adult. So uh, I, it seems like I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, speaking of Google Hangouts, we're, we're on one. I'm looking at the Google Hangouts window right now, and you do seem to have kind of an array of uh, screens behind you. Is that to, so you can have a school on each screen? It kind of looks like a security guard's office. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One, one school per screen. Actually, two, two screens per school. Um, okay. Yeah. That, more multitasking that way. You know, I can take notes while the t- I can see the teacher's face. Hmm. Um, I can, I can, I wish, honestly, I wish I could have a third screen. For what? What to, what to put on? Oh, my flashcards, you know. I'm taking notes, but I also want to make flashcards at the same time. Okay, sure. And then look at them while you're while you're learning. Yeah, just always have flashcards, you know, in the bathroom. I mean, if you're on a tour, you know, you get bored at some point. You just use some fl- flip flip some flashcards. Yeah, I mean that is in the conversations that we've had in the past. I've always noticed that uh, you were constantly flipping up flashcards and kind of mumbling under your breath when you're not speaking to me. Wait, wait sorry, did, did you say on tour? Uh, yeah, you know when you take walking tours to learn more oh. about places? I don't know, Randy, you know anything about that? Oh, yes, all the time, you know. I don't I... know about the learning, you know, so much, but learning about yourself, learning about... Yeah, the bullies seem to learn a very important lesson. Yes. Yes. School of life. School yes. of, I mean, I do say, hey, this is the Molson building. Welcome. But you know, that's the only information. <laughs> that's the only learning that occurs. Yes. Don't people learn about beer? Uh, yes and no. You know, I say, this is where it smells like hop. This is probably where they keep the hop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's more of an assumption than a fact. Yes, exactly. Uh, Dahlia, I've asked you this before, and uh, it seems like it's a a constantly changing answer, but uh, what is currently your favorite subject? Oh my gosh, you're asking me to pick a favorite? I know that this is the last time I asked you this, you had a kind of a meltdown. Yeah. uh, But I'm curious if you've you've narrowed it down to one specific one. Um, uh, um, can can I pick trivia? As a subject, do you have a class in trivia? Um, it's my favorite school club. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, it's great to. I, I know you also do a lot of extracurriculars. Uh, well, can I ask how how old are you, Dahlia? I'm twenty seven. Okay, cool. You look younger. I've always assumed what what these schools that you're attending. What uh, what are their names? Because I'm pretty sure I see a high school crest on oh, one of those screens. ACS? It's, what does that stand for? Al- Alberta College School. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, so I guess that's uh, that's age appropriate. And then what's the second school you're attending? Oh, um, PCS. Which stands for? Primary College School. Now, is that <laughs> a primary school or a college? Honestly, um... That's the class that's kind of on the screen at the back of my room. I might be falling behind. Are you avoiding the question? Is it a primary school or a college? It's a primary school. Okay, great. And and then the third the third school you're attending, what is it? Acronym first, please. <laughs> DCS. Okay, and whatever what does that stand for? Downtown College School. Okay, uh, nothing Nothing is uh, worrisome in the name there, but what kind of school is that? What level of education? Oh, you know, tertiary. Tertiary. So is that is that high school? No, high school is secondary. So it's like, it, it's, I guess, like, SEJEP would be tertiary. Um, university is post-secondary. So I think tertiary is like once you've finished it all, okay. and then you go back to school. 
Okay, it's kind of the end of the road for education. Huh, interesting. Um, I noticed before that, uh, well, I have, I have so many questions. One, how do you pass as a primary school student for PCS? Oh, this is the great benefit of having a school online. You never have to show up in person. I mean, I assume they see you on the camera. Um, so I've learned a lot in my studies. And if you just hold up a picture of yourself or a, a video stream to the camera, they can't really tell the difference. I see. Wow, that's a, a, a cunning technique. Um, my other question was, oh, no, I had it all. Oh, yeah, my other question was that you never answered my previous question. You did give us your favorite club, but we didn't quite get the favorite subject out of you. And I hate to hound you on this, but the listeners want, this is the kind of thing that they'll, they'll really bug me about after. This is recorded, right? It, it, it is, yes. It, it's a podcast. All right. Well, I'm still going to say it. Please it's Fized. Fized? I know. I, I mean, this is why I kept avoiding the question. Fized, a teacher's pet whose favorite class is Fized? I mean, there's a lot of raising your arms, surprisingly. I guess. Yeah. I mean, not in order to object to anything, more of a uh, let's not be couch potatoes type of way. Yeah, but it really gets me great speeds on my raise hand response time. Ah, so I guess for you, being a teacher's pet is all about just raising your hand? Oh, I, I mean, there's the gold stars, too. Oh, okay, okay. Um, constantly studying, you know. Hmm. If you get good with the teacher, they'll give you more work to do. Is that how it works? Yeah, they're like, oh, you're really interested in this, you know? Here's some here's something else you can learn about. All right. I guess we all have our, our ways of, of learning things and interacting with, with teachers. I, uh, I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you, Stefan. Well, thanks, Dahlia. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, always great to talk to you. I'm glad to find out that you are indeed 27 and I'm not friends with a primary school student. Uh, well, you that... are, but I am a 27-year-old just... primary school student, Stefan. I think that's still better, but we will we will let the audience of public opinion decide. Uh, it is time to end this segment of the show, and uh, normally I'd say we're going to a break, but I think today what I'm going to say is beetroot. <laughs> oh shit, that's me. <laughs> beetroot. Abort. <laughs> Are you not going to kick everyone off the show? Oh, I thought it was, <laughs> thought it was a sign for me to leave. I'm sorry. No, it's a sign for you to kick everyone off. I got insecure again. I'm already gone. The police, they're on their way. Get out of here, milk turds. Has any of you ever been urban exploring? No, I've thought about it a lot. I know that's not the same, but like I've, I. No, it's exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a very active imagination. And uh, no, I go by those big, huge. We have so many abandoned factories in Montreal. And I've it's wanted true. to go into one really, really badly, but I'm also very afraid. Yeah. I feel like I've been rural exploring more because there's, I remember as a kid, there was in Oka, there was a, a, a sh an old abandoned shack. And there's a bunch of mm -hmm. light tubes around it. We're throwing light tubes into it and right. down the door. Um, so, like, essentially urban exploring, but in but in a, a rural setting, yeah. and and yeah. nobody lived there. You were sure? Um, I hope not. Have you and have you been haunted by a vengeful spirit till to this day? No. Uh -huh, okay. Did well, you that's... say you were throwing light sticks? Light tubes, yeah. Light tubes, like yeah. in a fluorescent light. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you bring them with you? No, no, they were all, no, they were, so it was like an abandoned uh, cottage of some kind. Yeah, but for some reason they left, I guess they meant to throw them out, but they just left them outside. That's a big assumption. Maybe they were just coming back for them later. <laughs> or they were like leaving it as an invitation to the youths to be like, we left these for you, smash them, please. Do they, do they make the satisfying pop that I hear that they make when you smash them? I mean, it was, yes, yeah, for okay. sure. It's really bad for you to breathe that in. Well, that's why we're throwing them into the cottage. 
so I hope there wasn't like a like a drifter or something in there who was like sleeping and awakened by a poisonous fume. Uh, yeah, you'd hope not. I think we did break in after, and the only thing is we like smashed the crap out of the toilet. <laughs> like the toilet had been just like was just covered in like tubes and broken. So you you threw in the tubes and you were on your way out, and then you were like, "Got guys, I gotta." I gotta see. I gotta see that uh, what we did. <laughs> and exactly. You had to break in. Exactly. Oh my goodness, that's uh, more exciting than any abandoned building story that I have ever uh, partook in. Do you have any uh, abandoned building stories? I've done a couple. I did a, a whole project at university about urban decay. So I actually did yeah. wander about around those silos in uh, Griffintown before they mm-hmm. were alley up, and uh, and there used to be this abandoned building across uh, in the. Where the where you get into the underground parking for the Bell Center, okay. you know that yeah, there was like an old building there, and uh, it was all boarded up on the first story, but the second floor windows were open, like with no mm-hmm. glass or anything. So in the winter, they would pile snow there that they had plowed out of the Bell Center parking lot, and you could climb up the snowbank and then kind of jump through the window. Um, so I did that one day with a friend, and uh, pretty unexciting in there. <laughs> Just some uh, pile piles of bricks. <laughs> It does look like it looks like there should be something really exciting in them. Like it yeah. looks like if you're playing a video game, that's where they're going to hide all the good shit. But you have to look through every room. Like you have to look in every little drawer and stuff to find it. Yeah. yeah. And who has the time? I, yeah, not not me. I'm very busy <laughs> these days. Aren't we all? We're all super busy. Um, Julia, are you good at confrontation? <laughs> I mean, clearly, clearly the character was great at confrontation. Um, you know, I'm getting a lot better at it this year. I have learned how to be a lot more straightforward and a lot more okay. like uh, comfortable with mm. what I want and then verbalizing it. And it feels really good because oh, usually great. people respect it, which is mm. crazy. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, which segues kind of into my next question as a as a teach a teacher. Did you, what, how did you feel about teachers' pets? <laughs> well, honestly, yeah, I guess when both te- of you are teachers. Um, on Zoom, it's the best uh, because otherwise you just sit there and look at black squares of names. <laughs> okay, so the teachers' pets are the ones who keep their camera on the whole time and yeah, and answer all your questions, keep mm. the class flowing. Aren't Zoom yeah. meetings and classes the best? <laughs> I teach I teach a preschool class online right now, so four and oh five year olds. God. It's wild. Uh, so if no, like I agree with Lay. The it's good to have someone to answer because if they don't, it's literally like I'm on one of those kids TV shows where it's like, mm. where is the circle? Right. Yeah, I, I good feel job. like a Twitch. No, where where is it though? So where I don't see it. Fine, where you is can it? do it. No, uh, Try uh, first and then uh, ask for help. Oh, it's in Lay's screen. Lay's making a circle. I found it. Yay. I found it. Julia, do you have to hold up a sign? I saw one clip of that teacher that's that's gone viral where she holds up like an unmute sign. Do you have like signs and stuff? Or you don't no, I just much? say it progressively louder and louder until they do what I ask. Oh, that must be <laughs> hard. Also, you, I have host powers so I can mute them myself, which feels like I'm violating their basic human rights, but I do it anyway. Right. Is that a basic human right to be heard on a Zoom call? <laughs> I hope not, because I'm constantly violating. Yeah, you, you might be a war criminal. <laughs> uh, isn't, it, isn't it sad to see how society or humans progress? We go from preschool, where we can't shut up, to uh, Sejap, where they um, can't be convinced to talk. <laughs> Right, and yeah. then we turn uh, 32 or so, and we decide that we need a podcast so that people can hear us talk more. <laughs> That's exactly the arc I went through. Real quiet for a few years, and then I was like, I got to make up for all that fucking silence I did. Sure, it's nice, cool. All right, it's, it's the time for the show where we uh, plug shit. Uh, I know a lot of people don't have much going on, but uh, feel free if you don't have an online show or an online whatever to uh, plug a movie you saw or a book you read or anything enjoying so uh starting with uh lay you have anything going on or that you like um i was going to say earlier that i feel like a twitch streamer uh when i teach my class okay <laughs> but i don't have twitch so hmm. uh what have i enjoyed recently we're watching great canadian baking show okay. it's 
a fun time. Is that related to the Great British Bake Off? Or yes. This, but they, but ch- it's more... they changed the name of it? Yeah. Okay. It's very and, wholesome. And presumably the country. Yeah, what if it took place <laughs> in Britain as well? Expats only. Colonialism, isn't it great? Uh, Cool. So, the Great Canadian Baking Show. Check is that on Netflix? uh, Netflix joint. Yes. All right, Uh, Julia. Anything to plug or anything that you've liked in the recent past? Well, I'm looking for a job. So, if anyone has literally any job other than teaching preschool online, give me give me a shout. You Um, came to the right forum. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually thinking of making a YouTube channel for preschoolers. So sure. keep, keep an eye out for that, too. Uh, what I have been really enjoying are novels by Mark Lawrence. Uh, I've read like eight of his books in the past couple of months. He does sort Great. Of like, what, uh, what kind of books are we talking? Uh, some of them are fantasy. They're all like okay. sci-fi fantasy type stuff, mostly fantasy. Highly cool. recommend. So is it, I assume it's a, a long-winded uh, series of books that all follow another and... So I read one series of three, and then I started another series, but it turns out he had only written the first one, which was a bummer, and Ooh. now I've read another series of three. Oh, that just cool. sounds like I'm bragging. He's a very good author. I'm sure I, I'm sure he is. I'll, uh, I'm, have you read Dune? Not, not yet. No. Okay, I'm reading Dune right now. I'm curious what everyone else thinks about Dune. I have read it. Oh, Leigh, what do you think about Dune? Of course, you're a big I, sci-fi head. Am I? We've had at least one conversation about sci-fi. <laughs> So you're the biggest sci-fi head I know. What'd you think of Dune? Uh, no I spoilers. Read it, okay, I read it in eight hours. Holy shit! So I don't know how much I remember, but it, uh, atmospherically, it's great. And I've heard that the more times you read it, the more elements you pick up on. Interesting. Well, I'm gonna read it once, and uh, that'll be that'll be it. I'm a one and done kind of guy when it comes to books. Uh, but I will think about the atmosphere the entire way. Uh, Alex, anything to plug or anything that you've been enjoying? Yes, I'm also an out-of-work teacher, just like Julia. Oh. Um, but I do want to teach. So if you are looking for ESL or French as a second language, teach private teacher, or you have a group of people. I, this is far-fetched, but if you do want to learn French or English as a language or perfect your skills, I am available and probably interested so um contact me through facebook i guess i don't know (laughs) well uh, if there's one thing i do know from looking at the uh, podcast statistics of this show it's that most of my audience is like school board superintendents and kind of like administrative staff and front office and uh and guidance counselors cool but even if you want like private classes like just someone to speak french to you like while you're sleeping or no. <laughs> sure okay like, great like a yeah. rosetta, i do like a rosetta stone i don't know why but while people sleep exactly exactly it's very if people if people weren't going to be busting down your door before they definitely will be now everyone wants a a french nightmare <laughs> uh, uh thank you thank you so much julia thank you so much lay thank you so much alex for being on the show uh, that's been some good friends for this week, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Those were friends, good friends of mine. I talked to 